Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. My name is Troy Shockley. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. Glad you're hanging out with us today. We've got a good show, an important show for you. Emily Clewis is uh, one of our guests this morning. She's the uh, Program and Communications Coordinator with Helena's Maternal Mental Health Task Force. That is a mouthful, but I, th- I think I got it right. We've also got Kelsey Kyle here, uh, Kelsey and RN, out at uh, St. Pete's. So uh, both of you, th- thanks for coming and hanging out with us today. I sure appreciate it. Um, to start off, I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but I, I guess kind of introduce yourself to listeners. Tell them uh, who you are, what life story. We-, we got the full show, so we got plenty of time. Hi, good morning, listeners. I am Kelsey Kyle. I am a nurse at St. Peter's Health, and I am also um, part of the one of the co-facilitators of the Maternal Mental Health Task Force in Helena. Um, I've been a nurse for 15 years, and most of my career has been spent working with um, moms, dads, families, and babies. And um, Emily and I are here this morning to um, talk about perinatal mood disorders and postpartum depression and anxiety to raise awareness. It May is Mental Health Month, and it's also uh, Maternal Mental Health Month. Last week on May 5th was World Maternal Mental Health Day. So um, in honor of uh, Maternal Mental Health Month, we are going to have a little bit of a Um, conversation this morning. Um, So a few facts about um, postpartum depression and anxiety. One in seven moms and approximately one in 10 dads um, will develop postpartum depression or anxiety. It is the most common complication of childbirth, um, but it is treatable and with support and help, um, you can get better. Yeah. Well, now, see, now you see how it's done. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, now, uh, Emily, it's your turn. So go ahead and get get in on that mic. We want to make sure everybody hears you. Awesome. Hi there. My name is Emily Clewis. I am with Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies, which is an organization that was created in the 80s by doctors and citizens um, to address challenges around um, getting access to care for moms and babies. Um, One of our leading focuses right now is improving access to maternal mental health care. And yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of work. I'm also the co-facilitator of the Maternal Mental Health Task Force with Kelsey, which is a, um, it's a group of professionals that specialize in maternal mental health. We get together and talk about gaps in the system and how to find ways to close those gaps so yeah. moms so can get the support they need. That was formed when? How old is that? When did the most? Four years old. The Maternal Mental Health Task Force is four years okay. old. Okay, and and so why? I guess, I guess why and how did that come about? Obviously, you're in various areas. I mean, is it a, a situation where finally everybody was kind of realizing the same thing at the same time? Of we've got gaps and we need to talk about them. Yes. Yeah, so in the fall of 2016, in Helena, um, Postpartum Support International brought a two-day conference to Helena. Um, for anybody in the community, um, mostly um, kind of supporting professionals in the community that work with moms and babies, and just um, had a conference and talked about um, postpartum depression, 
um, you know, what happens if it's untreated and the impact it can have on families and that it is important to identify early on and help support and treat so the whole family can be well. Um, And then early 2017, as a result of that conference, um, a group of people from that had attended the conference saw the need to create a coalition in Helena. And then it is an it's an open coalition. We welcome anybody who has an interest in in this um, field. Um, Even parents can join our group um, or any professional who's working with uh, moms and babies and families. So how big is that group now? Um, Right now we have about, um, I believe, around 70 members who receive our monthly emails and updates. And in the past year, we've had between 10 and 15 regular members attending meetings. Okay. So uh, we've still got lots to talk about here, but if somebody's interested and they're they're already on the edge of the seat going, that's something I'm passionate about. That's something I want to, can they join? Can they be a part? Absolutely. So um, you can go to the Early Childhood Coalition um, website, webpage, and on that webpage, you'll find information on the Maternal Mental Health Task Force and our monthly meeting information. Um, And you're welcome to um, join at any point um, at um, HelenaECC.org. Um, and then just um, there should be a, a way to send a message in there or just get some more information to be able to um, connect in. But we welcome anybody who um, would like to be a part of our task force. Yeah, Kelsey, Kyle, and Emily Clue is with us this morning on a Coffee Break. We're talking uh, mater- maternal mental health. Uh, that is a focus this week, and uh, it's a focus for uh, both these ladies. It's, it's very important, and, and it sounds like people from multiple areas multiple jobs different parts of community all coming together which is a great thing and so many good things happen when that happens and the the big goal it sounds like is improving both awareness and access right is is that sort of are those the two pillars of this thing yeah yeah i think you hit the nail on the head you got it okay so what does access look like right now in, in our community so right now um saint peter's health has been working Um, For the past, we've been working really hard in the past year, but really the past four years on just improving access and identifying um, perinatal mood disorders. And as a result, we've recently launched our new Taking Care of You program, um, which has um, we have two nurses working um, on our team. We have social workers and behavioral health professionals, and we also work with our providers um, within our organization Um, And if there's times when we do receive referrals or information, um, people from the community needing information and resources, um, and we're able to just connect people and um, find what's most needed and most helpful at the time. Um, Also, just um, if somebody is needing help or support, um, if you're really connected with a primary care provider and have a a really comfortable relationship, um, it's um, a good idea to reach out and just have that conversation and ask what um, resources that your provider's office offer as well. But there's um, the Taking Care of You program is on um, St. Peter's Health website, and um, there's contact information on how to reach out to those of us involved in the program. Yeah, well, and I know we're, obviously we're focused on our community, uh, and that's what we're talking about today, but statewide, I mean, 
potentially things are tougher, right? I mean, we think Montana, there's there's lots of space and, uh, you know, so, so many locations in the state where, uh, you know, there are barriers to mental health access just in general. You know, it, it's a road trip in order to get in for an appointment. That that That's an issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think that one of the things that can help kind of bridge that gap while we're trying to find more uh, providers and stuff to be able to offer care in those more rural areas is like making not just moms aware, but whole families aware of what postpartum depression and like perinatal mood and anxiety disorders actually look like. Because I think that the general, um, I, I think perception might be, oh, um, you know, I can't get out of bed after I have my baby. I'm so sad. I'm just crying all the time. But there's really a spectrum of what these things can show up as, um, you know, not interested in engaging with life, you know, or um, you, not feeling functional, constantly feeling overwhelmed, having uh, rage. Um, you know, we've heard moms talk about how they're afraid to let other people hold their babies because they're um, constantly visualizing the worst thing possible happening. So they just like won't let go of their babies. Um, and there's a lot of things that influence um, your likelihood for it as well. You know, isolation is a big one. That's hard. That's and coming hard. out of the last year yeah. and a half that we've had here, I, I've got to think that that's a significant problem right now. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen an increase in it. I think countrywide there's been a significant increase. And then, um, you know, uh, disproportionately moms have been staying home with their kids and trying to homeschool and if they're having new babies they're kind of on their own with that and i think that there's a lot of things that are contributing yeah yeah well and may is uh as we've said it's it's uh, maternal mental health month and it's so really working right now to get the word out uh raising awareness of uh of these disorders you talked about can you explain uh to us what are we talking about here i mean we we hear the words we kind of know in general and you touched on some of it there but it's a it's a wide breadth of potential I guess, symptoms, what, what we're going to see and what this does. Uh, can you explain it a little bit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um, the two most common um, perinatal mood disorders are postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. And out of those two, actually, postpartum anxiety is um, – a much higher prevalence than depression. So um, when a lot of times when families and women have been told about the baby blues or, you know, there's a possibility of getting postpartum depression and they, um, a lot of them actually, when they start having anxiety symptoms, they don't recognize that as um, something that can be treated, but then also that they need help and support around. So um, with anxiety, just like it's feeling extremely overwhelmed all the time, um, sometimes just kind of feeling paralyzed by the amount of um, things that you know they need to do in their lives, um, having a hard time functioning. Um, sometimes like in the anxiety just feels in completely uncontrollable. Like they can't, they don't know where it's coming from. They can't control it. And there's a lot of different factors with with that. So um, sometimes you just kind of need your nervous system reset. And there's a variety of ways because um, hormones really play um, a role. And with hormone changes, that's something that you can't control in your body, but you can 
um, control the things that you're doing to help your hormones stabilize. So um, sometimes connecting with a mental health provider can be helpful. Um, medications can be helpful for some women. Um, meditation, having time to themselves, um, working on relaxation, um, helping with sleep. Um, sleep is really, um, a disrupted sleep can be the number one contributor to having um, postpartum depression or anxiety, and we're not meant to um, have disrupted sleep or very little sleep. Um, so finding ways to get um, chunks of sleep, even though it can be hard with the baby, um, but just calling on your support systems to help you um, get more sleep and relax and sleep can be really helpful on just kind of resetting your body. And then um, feelings of depression, um, a lot of times that comes through as like crying a lot, um, feeling really sad, um, feeling sometimes a little bit disconnected, like you're not bonding with your baby, or um, you kind of have a feeling potentially of like, why did I get into this? And then sometimes there's shame and guilt around that if you you know really wanted to be a parent and then felt like you're having a hard time um, with what's going on. And um, with depression too, um, just um, it can be really helpful to connect and talk to people, um, a mental health provider, again, sometimes you need medicines, um, connecting with your primary care provider. And then really with both um, depression and anxiety in the perinatal period and the postpartum period, 50% um, of parents actually get better by talking to their peers alone. And um, that's been a challenge with our pandemic situation. Um, but I just encourage people to continue to reach out and connect in what way you feel comfortable. If that is you know, in virtual platforms or FaceTime, um, there's also a couple of um, virtual support groups in Helena now. Um, so finding the Mother in Me support group is on um, Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the Hope Springs maternal group is um, Tuesdays from 2 to 3 um, p.m. And um, those groups can, it's a way just to connect to other parents that are potentially going through the same um, the same thing and the same time in life, and that can really help um, somebody feel better. Yeah. We're talking this morning with Kelsey Kyle and Emily Clewis, and we do have to take a break. So we'll go ahead and do that now, and then we'll be back with more on Coffee Break. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. This is Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Do appreciate it. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant. 
459-8565. We've got Emily Cluis in the studio this morning along with Kelsey Kyle. And we're talking uh, maternal mental health. It's, uh, it's a serious issue. We like to have fun on the show, but we also like to get out the important stuff. And uh, this is important. And uh, we were talking right before we went to break um, about the difference. Uh, postpartum depression, that's one certainly people have heard and, and that people understand at least the concept of. Um, but one thing that I think is maybe a little bit less understood is that anxiety. Um, you know, I, especially for first-time moms, I would anticipate that there's sort of the feeling of they feel the feelings, but then it's, well, that's probably normal. And, and that's not necessarily the case, right? I mean, some of this is, I mean, some of it is, right? Like you want to call the doctor when when the baby's got a temperature half a degree over normal, you know, but, but some of this anxiety, it, it, it's not, oh, that's just mom stuff that I wasn't used to. It, it, you need to talk to somebody about it, right? Yeah. They're shaking their heads. Yes. So I, I... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You do need to talk to someone. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the other barriers is whenever you're in that space of feeling these really hard feelings, and then you're also wrestling with the shame of how those feelings may make you feel about being a mom, it can be really hard to take the step to ask for help or to recognize that you need help. Um, and this is where our support systems come in. So dads, grandparents, friends, family, um, we, how we can show up for new moms is not just coming over and like taking care of baby, but you can also ask them, how is your mental health? How are you feeling? How are you coping? Um, how are you adjusting and listen? And, um, if you're hearing things that there's a real struggle there, you can help them get help, help them call their primary care physician, help them call their OB, your pediatrician potentially. Um, you know, and if you feel like you're not being heard, call the next person on that list. Um, not everyone is, not all providers are really prepared to um, and trained to deal with perinatal mood and anxiety disorders. So sometimes it's a matter of like, if you're not being heard, Go, go go to your primary care, your pediatrician instead, um, where you do feel like you're being heard. Yeah. Well, and uh, Kelsey, you pointed out uh, right at the very beginning uh, something that uh, I, I think maybe is a surprise to people, too. Um, you mentioned dads in there. I mean, this is not just uh, not just moms that are having issues. It's certainly more common. But fathers have these issues as well. Could you touch on that a little bit and explain what happens there? Yes, yeah, so it can. Um, so I had mentioned um, earlier in the show, um, approximately one in 10 dads can experience postpartum anxiety or depression. Um, and sometimes, most, mostly for dads, that um, comes in the form of either feeling kind of disconnected from their family, like feelings of they need to like, you know, get away, go for a drive, um, have a hard time. Um, connecting. And then a lot of times dads will experience some anger um, and irritability um, versus, um, you know, feeling sad or tearful. Um, but um, it can be so having a baby is a huge shift and change in anybody's life. And even if you feel like you're prepared for this change, um, it still is really hard to be 100% prepared until um, the baby arrives. And um, there can be, you know, just a, sometimes people have um, a variety of challenges in their postpartum um, period or even challenges in the pregnancy that have caused some anxiety and stress. 
Um, and the more um, stressors that you have going on in your life, um, that can also contribute to um, feelings of anxiety and depression and feeling overwhelmed and having a hard time. So for dads too, it's important to just you know recognize, um, have a conversation. Um, there's help and support um, with primary care providers or mental health providers. Um, and even, you know, dads could also benefit from connecting with other dads and getting some support that way as well. Um, also, um, if a mom has postpartum depression or anxiety, there's also a high chance that the dad also could experience the feelings as well. Yeah. And, um, and maybe, you know, one of the messages that we want to be sure to get out is that this is a significant um, there's a big portion of the population that, that has this happen this is not you know because there's that feeling with any kind of mental health uh, uh, issue of I, i'm alone here there's something inside of me that's broken something's not right that that's not necessarily the that, that that's not the case and it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to reach out there's, that doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden a bad mom yeah, absolutely. I think that if we could maybe drive home any message, it's there's nothing wrong with you if you're struggling with any of these things. Um, it's so common. And I think that specifically in the last year where we've been isolated and a lot of our interaction with the world and what is normal and new momhood has been like very social media driven. And a lot of people are sharing their highlight reels there and they're they're making it look easy and they're making the, everything look like flowers and rainbows and everything. But um, you start talking to your sisters, your grandparents, um, your, your family, your friends, and you'll start seeing how common this is. Everyone has a story um, in their struggles in the postpartum and some more than others. Um, that's one way we can destigmatize this. Like, be real about your experience. Not only are you opening the door to your own healing, um, you're also opening the door for someone else to come through in the future and share their experience as well. And that's really important. So, talk with your friends and family. If you need help, talk to your healthcare provider. Um, but there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a bad mom, you're not right. a bad dad. And, um, we also, we have a podcast at Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies. It's called Mother Love, and it's specifically centered around sharing stories of parenthood and motherhood. And we've had quite a few people come on and talk about their struggles with postpartum depression and anxiety. We've had people share their experience in new parenthood and all the things that come with it. Um, so that's a really great place if you wanted somewhere to go today to hear that you're not alone yeah. in any of these things, um, you can check that out on um, the Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies website under podcast and hear stories of parents like you yeah. out there yeah. doing the thing. We've got about three minutes left this morning. And uh, so I want to make sure that we get out at, uh, a, a couple of things. One is uh, what are warning signs and symptoms? What are things that um, mothers, fathers, or family, friends, loved ones need to be watching out for? So um, just warning signs and symptoms would um, would just be if, if somebody was really um, saying things like, um, I can't be a parent, I should just run away. Um, why do I feel like crying all the time? Um, this anger or rage is not normal. Um, I'm worried that I'm not a good parent. I'm you know, I'm overwhelmed, I'm not bonding with my baby, I'm not sleeping. Um, those are warning signs and symptoms. And then 
emergency signs and symptoms would be um, if anyone's having thoughts of hurting themselves, um, thoughts of hurting um, their baby or somebody else, um, if they're worried about seeing or hearing things that other people don't see or hear, um, if they're afraid to be alone with their baby, um, or just you know feeling like their family would be better off without them, those that's an emergency situation, and you need to go to your local emergency room or call 911 um, to get help and support. Um, if somebody is starting to feel like they're in um, in crisis um, and really struggling, Postpartum Support International has a call and a text line. They also have online support groups and lots and lots of resources that are helpful for both moms and dads. Um, and then we also have our uh, Montana Suicide Prevention Hotline to call, um, the 800-273-TALK. Um, to be able to call in and get some help and support if you're having feelings um, or thoughts of hurting yourself. Um, and then um, those are our crisis resources. And then if, you know, if you're struggling, again, you know, reach back out to a primary care provider or a somebody, mental health provider, somebody that um, you feel comfortable talking to um, and get help and support. And um, as Emily said, if if you reach out to one person and don't feel heard, you know, keep um, reaching out to your next person on the list um, to help. Also, the Taking Care of You program at St. Peter's Health can help as well. So you can um, visit the website um, there and be able to reach out for some help and support. Okay. And we've got uh, under a minute. We got like thirty seconds left, and you, you gave the website at, at the beginning, uh, Emily. But could you throw it out again if people want to get more information, or maybe they want to get involved and uh, be helping you guys with what you do? I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, absolutely. If you want to get involved, if you have questions, if you're interested in the support group, Helena ECC dot org so helena early childhood coalition helena ecc dot org um, you can find all of that information there and give us give us a shout and uh, somebody will get you in the right place perfect ladies thanks so much for coming in uh thanks for what you're doing it's important and uh, just raising the awareness and uh it, it's okay if you're not feeling right to reach out that's all the time we have yeah. but i appreciate it we'll see you back thank here you tomorrow. so much I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.